There's a pretty nice view from Mountain View. I said Kathleen MacArthur to her friend Judith Wright on a bright summer's day. And I don't know about you, but my greatest fears are that someone will take all this beauty away. So let's fight, oh let's fight for it, I say. Tourism, our cargo cult, part one. A lunch hour theatre script by Kathleen MacArthur. Kathleen MacArthur was chosen as the Sunshine Coast Daily's Sunshine Coast Citizen of the Century in 2002. The selection panel acknowledged the decision as controversial. However, they felt that Kathleen's passionate commitment, meticulous research and articulate advocacy contributed so significantly to the preservation of the environment that she fully deserved this honoured place in the region's history. Papers reported she had won the Citizen of the Century Award as she had not only fought and won many significant battles for our waterways, beaches, wildlife and landscapes, but played a pivotal role in educating the public to an awareness of environmental fragility. When you come to Morton Bay in the summertime, oh, you will see the rising sun painting the face of Tibrol. Then, when you come to Morton Bay, Calandra will be waiting with music in her she oaks and the osprey on her beak. Sunrise, oh, Calandra. Magic Calandra, beautiful Calandra, wrapped in clean white sand. Across the bay, there's Morton Island, bluer than the sky. A blazing scar on a northern side, yellow as the sun. There's magic in the morning of the summer's day. Ocean white and heaven is all the bay. Sunrise, all Caloundra, dear magic Caloundra, beautiful Caloundra, wrapped in clean white sand, wrapped in clean white sand. Rubbish raiders hit Shire. The daily, we suggest, could benefit from a dose of the medicine it prescribes for others. This criticism refers to the issue of Friday the 15th of August this year, with its headline on the front page, with accompanying photos of the Shire chairman of both Maroochie and Lansborough Shires, comes the exciting dramatic story. Maroochie Shire Council will seek compensation for Kawana residents crossing the border to use the Budrum rubbish dump. Maruchi Chairman Fred Murray said Council had written to the Landsborough Council protesting at the number of Kiwana residents using the Maruchi Shire dump. That letter called for an unspecified compensation payment towards tip maintenance. Landsborough Chairman Jack Bosang last night said he'd not yet seen the letter, but it's something he would naturally have to give consideration to. Landsborough councillor John McCaw said he found it hard to believe that ratepayers in his area would dump their rubbish in Councillor Murray's backyard. K 
Councillor Murray said suggestions for special officer being employed at the Budrum tip to police garbage origin or a toll for non-Shire residents wanting to use the dump had been ruled out because of cost. Further, he said... I feel the time has come for the Maroochee Shire Council to draw to the attention of Landsborough that a number of their residents are using our tip. However, Kiwana's Councillor McCaw said... There was no way to pinpoint where garbage had come from. This banal story could have been relegated to a less important section of the paper than the front page. Stay away from our backyard. Don't dump your rubbish here. We don't want your mother-in-law's tongue or those smelly crab and prawn shells near. Take your dirty mattresses elsewhere. Take your bottles to the scout den. Take the hint we're giving you. Stop bickering over a rubbish dump. Amen. We make it great in the Sunshine State. We made the state the greatest in the land. We the locals have all done our bit for the trade. Having taken the advice of the President of the Central Sunshine Coast Chamber of Commerce when he told us... A friendly welcome, attentive service, whether the customer is buying or not, and ending the transaction with a have a happy day would bode well for encouraging more business and creating a family atmosphere. That same gentleman got his promotion spiel a bit haywire when he said... Tourists would appreciate shops open all weekend, as going shopping was the only alternative to the beach on rainy days. It doesn't say much for our enlightenment or enterprise when the only choice some people see for our entertainment is the beach or the supermarket. Mr George Parker says... The shopping centre is an asset to the community and a tourist attraction. And again... One Christopher Scase, chairman of the Quintex group of companies that rebuilt Butts Maruchidor Shopping Centre, said in his speech at the opening of the redeveloped complex on August the 3rd... It is like getting silk out of a sow's ear. A refreshing sense of humour was revealed by the designer, which possibly unintentionally endorsed Mr Parker's description of the family atmosphere. Here are his very own words... The centre has adopted a relatively new retail marketing philosophy which lets shoppers play a more active role and have a lot more fun while they shop. Instead of standing in the middle of a mall, surveying the shops located on either side, shoppers actually have to walk down the mall to the assortment of shops scattered throughout and discover what lays around the corner. What's your guess? Ducks or scrub turkeys? Isn't it a bonzer idea with the children able to gather the eggs without having to go near a farm? Nothing could be more parochial than a farm. It has to be acknowledged that is enterprise. Some people might see the word lays as a typesetter's error, but the headlines would suggest otherwise. Fun awaits shoppers. Designers wind up with the Disneyland. On second thoughts, with everything in Disneyland artificial... Perhaps the ducks are decoys and the eggs plastic, but it is still a brilliant idea. It is all too depressing, reading our local newspaper, The Daily. Not only do the pundits threaten us with doom, which will affect 
the future of our children and their children if we retain our parochial attitude. That is hard to believe, isn't it? But then it could contain a dark secret for the future, as the words come from one of the two hard-working promoters of the city of the Sunshine Coast, which just might have a casino in its plan. Now, if we only had a casino, we couldn't be charged with parochialism anymore, could we? We would all be rich, just as we were promised we would be when we got a race course. We'll all be rich, so we are told, when we have learnt to say to everyone we meet, G'day! Better still, have a happy day. If we lived in a brand new city, we'd all be rich and not just poor, with a welcome dear tourist in glitter on our door. If only we knew how to greet and treat the bearers of our cargo cult. No one has to work to be rich. It will fall like manna from heaven as a result. Abandon our backward manners. We'll have to change our ways. A pity. We can't be seen to be parochial when we live in a brand new city. We could learn to play baccarat, drink champagne in place of tea. They tell us that a little polish would improve us quite undoubtedly. The promised arrival of the cargo cult we sit and wait for. When? The tourist tide of willing victims loaded with their greenbacks and yen. Under the stress of our inhumanity to those yet to be born, we are knocked sideways by the next announcement of Sunshine Coast Tourism and Development Board Manager Mr Maguire. Here it is, direct from the daily of the 22nd of September. Mr Maguire said the coast should aim for a permanent population base of 200,000 people, about double the current numbers to become self-sufficient in service industries. At this number, he said, businesses would not have to rely solely on tourist dollars. Services would also be required for people moving into the area to work in the tourist and service industries. The proposal for the Sunshine Coast to be declared a city came from the Daily. Sunshine Coast entrepreneur Des Scanlon and local Maroochydore businessman George Parker spearheaded a 1984 proposal to split Maroochydore Shire into a coastal city and a rural shire. That proposal was rejected after a protracted inquiry by a state government committee. But the city backers vowed at the time to continue the battle for an entire coastal city when the time was right. This latest rejection, their second, has not damped the enthusiasm of Mr Parker, who argued that a city was not a question of population. It is a question of united people, of a strong united Sunshine Coast, to put the Sunshine Coast on the map so we can promote it as a region. The Sunshine Coast was different from many other areas in that it had a scattered population and was multi-centred. Des and I are totally behind a Sunshine Coast regional approach. Unless you have a plan and work the plan, you get nowhere. Some of us may think that turning a quiet holiday resort into a city to improve its image is ridiculous. Quite absurd. But for people with gambling centres in their sites, such as Monte Carlo, Las Vegas, Macau, Miami and others, all our amusement will not stop them laughing their skating way to the bank if they can push their plans to success. 
Having lost our separate identification with Caloundra, Malulabar, Kulam and Noosa, because such narrowness is considered parochial and parochialism is undesirable, we are next told we must identify with Brisbane. What next? Here is the ever-vocal George Parker explaining it in the daily of the 26th of September. The Sunshine Coast needed to hang on to the shirt tail of Brisbane as Expo 88 put it on the world map. Central Sunshine Coast Chamber of Commerce President George Parker said yesterday, everybody says, where's the Sunshine Coast? What we've got to say is Brisbane's World Expo, Brisbane's Gold Coast, Brisbane's Sunshine Coast. That way people will know where it is. If we hang on Brisbane's shirt tail and get a free ride. This podcast series was produced by the Sunshine Coast Council Heritage Library with the support of a strategic priority grant from the State Library of Queensland. This series was produced in 2022 and may not be reproduced for any commercial or non-commercial interest.